Welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing you a full dive of all the news, discussion, and insights you need for virtual reality gaming. This podcast is brought to you by Asterian Products. And if you're seeing us here on YouTube today, you're going to see some gorgeous VR merch that we're wearing from them. Unfortunately, it doesn't ship to Canada quite yet, but Lipnox will be repping here soon too. But if you go to AsterianProducts.com and use code FULLDIVE, you're going to save five bucks on a VR mug with a unicorn on it or a sweater or, a snail. or all kinds of Beat Saber frog. <laughs> There's all kinds of designs. Got to check them out. And you know me, I'm Jay Brad. I'm a VR YouTuber. Mm. And I'm Nat Brat, a VR enthusiast who wants to visit more big cities in VR. And I'm Lipnox VR, a VR YouTuber who couldn't be happier to be hanging out with my two best buddies, Jay and Nat. <laughs> it's, it's been a minute. I'm glad to be back. It's if been too long. I, I love this. It makes me it makes me so happy to be on this podcast. I, I have such a good time with you guys. Yay. That warms my heart to hear that. <laughs> and for all the listeners out there, if you don't know, if you're new to it, we're here. We're keeping you up to date in the VR realm with the good feels. We answer questions from all of you out there. We talk about the VR news, games we've played. And whether you're listening to us or come see us on YouTube, we're here at both platforms for you. And we got some Q&A questions. Uh, Lip, is Thanksgiving a thing in Canada? So Thanksgiving is broken in Canada, and uh, <laughs> I'm convinced of this. They, they, we celebrated in October, and I don't even notice it every time it happens. <laughs> and then when American Thanksgiving happens, I'm like, yes, Thanksgiving. Oh, it already happened. Well, that, that sucks. Uh, I, 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 for the last like five years, I just celebrate American Thanksgiving because nice. it makes nice. more sense. Honestly, like you get more football games, you get all the Christmas or TV specials. It's just it, I don't even understand why Thanksgiving is different. Uh, I guess they have like Remembrance Day in Canada for the veterans. And maybe that's the reason it's different. But I I've been on this whole train of like American Thanksgiving makes sense. November, mid-November. Yes. But, you know, you're right before Black Friday. This is the, this is the time you want to remember your family members again. But October doesn't work. I'm still I'm it's still I'm, I'm in pre Halloween. I'm in pre Halloween. You can't make me think I can't celebrate Thanksgiving before Halloween. It just that's right. It's, it's it doesn't make sense. What is that thing they do on the Office Ladies podcast where they a deep dive or something? We don't usually go off on terrible tangents here, but I just Googled it real quick to find out why is Thanksgiving <laughs> different in Canada. And it says the we main just started factor... a whole whole, whole thing. <laughs> a whole different episode. This is it's now just, a Thanksgiving yeah, is... podcast. We, we, we just created a whole new channel now. We're just talking about holidays now. <laughs> it says the main factor in choosing that date is that harvests tend to arrive earlier than it does in America. So it's based on when the harvest comes everybody's happy they've got all their crops and food ready so they'd celebrate thanksgiving sooner basically due to the climate differences so we learned something today but speaking of whether it's canada thanksgiving or american thanksgiving block asked what did you have lip what did you have for thanksgiving uh so uh i guess this is thanksgiving right now and i, I had chili yesterday and my, my mom <laughs> nice. sent me some so, so my dad makes chili turkey and, chili and uh it's the only thing he can cook that's delicious but Every time he cooks it, <laughs> it is so delicious, but it's completely different every time. It's completely oh, mixed bag. You have nice. no idea what you're getting, but every time it's somehow good. So you know what? Thank you, Dad. That good job on the chili. But uh, and Sweet. I also had uh, pork schnitzel and uh, and potatoes that they also sent me. Mm, but uh, I, I've been I've been recently sick. And I'm feeling mm. a lot better now, so you can probably hear. But uh, I, I they are old. I don't want to. I don't want to risk getting them sick. So. Stayed yeah. on this weekend. <laughs> Makes nice. sense. Nat, well, what did we have for Thanksgiving? We had, well, we did a Thanksgiving brunch with some family where we had like, it was just like basically breakfast, like eggs, hash browns and whatnot. Cinnamon and rolls. We made cinnamon rolls. And then we had a Thanksgiving dinner with some other family where we had like the main the normal thing the turkey the mashed potatoes stuffing sweet potatoes i made a green bean casserole that i really liked and ate probably most more of than anyone else <laughs> <laughs> and rolls i made mm -hmm. gluten-free rolls and no one wanted them so what is this bean casserole thing you mentioned because it sounds delicious <gasps> i need more casserole. information than just Bean casserole. What are the ingredients in this thing? Is it beans and potatoes or what's going on here? Okay. So it's green bean casserole. So it's green beans. And usually you use like cream of mushroom soup, but I made my own cream of mushroom soup. And right. uh, so it's basically just like a casserole that has like green beans, mushrooms, cream of mushroom soup. And then I did some like fried shallots 
on top and yeah it's very yummy mushroomy it was so my my trick in cooking because i can't cook is that i'll just boil noodles and put cream of mushroom soup in it and every time it's amazing and i feel like i'm a chef that's awesome that's (laughs) a cheat code of life Everyone try this now. Anyone that doesn't yeah, know how to cook. <laughs> if you don't know how to cook, just boil noodles. Make sure they're chewy enough. Drain the water and then just heat up some of that soup. Open the can, dump it in there and you're good. You are nice. set. You've made dinner. It Sweet. Is, it is dangerous to get on the subject of food on this podcast because we will never get yeah, back Yeah, we need to track. get back to VR. <laughs> We've talked enough about Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Let's talk about Polaris. We got, yeah, yeah. Nat, we got a question here. Formerly known as Shave Dog. Mr. Zircon Kiel you. Oh. Nat, Nat, what's what's <laughs> the question? Change his name. <laughs> <laughs> this question is I thought that Polaris motion sickness device was supposed to help guide the adhesive pieces to the correct spot and release the handle. Either way, it doesn't sound like it was great. So, Jay Brat, do you want to tell us about this interesting motion sickness device? So Shape Dog was curious about this Prism XR motion sickness band thing for VR that they advertise that's supposed to use a combination of pressure points and aromatherapy to keep you from getting sick in VR. And unlike other ones, this doesn't go around your wrist. It goes around your neck, goes around the back of your neck, attaches basically to the soft spot right behind your jaw, pushes in there with these little tips on it that have aromatherapy in them to release smells. And <laughs> yeah. It was horrible. I not only was super uncomfortable. <laughs> it sounds horrible. It sounds terrible. <laughs> Every time the you question, go- I was like, what in the world are they even talking about? <laughs> I, I tried to read it. I read it twice. I was like, I'm glad this isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the tricky thing too. So the aromatherapy, you unpeel the thing to activate it and then it's sticky. So these sticky tips stay directly on the spot on your neck where the whole band is holding. So every time you try and turn your head, the band mm. doesn't turn with you. It's like having a freaking C-clamp on the back of your neck that won't move when you try and move your head. So you feel it jamming you in these soft spots by your jaw every time you turn your head. And isn't aromatherapy supposed to be like uh, like smells? Yeah, well, they, the tips smell. That you're explaining. T- <laughs> it was both. It's like getting punctured with a stinky needle. <laughs> It was rough. Well, and then, of course, I don't get motion sick in VR. I don't get the nausea, but I can get a little bit of the lightheaded stuff if I really play a terrible, terrible game. So I put on Power Wash Simulator because for some reason on Quest 3 so far, yeah, this thing is terribly jittery. It's the worst reviewed game ever. I swear, every person that plays it is like, I expected amazing and I got complete garbage. Oh, Oh, well, I, yeah, and I pushed myself. Yeah, yeah. it was. Don't do it on Quest 3 because it's jittery, apparently. I got myself, I got myself real (laughs) sick feeling and I had a neck ache from the band on top of that. So that thing was just, I was the opposite effect. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was so bad. Do not recommend. I I, I felt a little motion sick even reading the question. So (laughs) yeah. Oh man. So they, Prism XR has a couple other good products, but that is not one of them. I do not recommend it. Uh, And then we had one more question also from, I, I can't stop calling him shave dog. It's just shave dog in my mind but mr yeah. zirk yeah, he's, on he's still shaved dog he can he yeah. can call himself anything he wants but he's shaved dog to me <laughs> the discord well, member formerly known as shaved dog yeah. i think it's a bad guy from like conquer's bad fur day or one of those kind of games from back in the day that had a good sense of humor but he ha- asked one more question he said jay what's the biggest negative to having your channel explode to what it is now and so those of you who don't follow the jay rat channel basically since the quest 3 has launched things have really really taken off i think we've gained like 11,000 subscribers in the last two oh. months. Yeah. We're over wow, 60. I've not been paying attention. Yeah. I remember, when, I remember when you hit 50 and I was like, yeah. wow, he's like legit. I'm, 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 I'm just hanging out with a celebrity now. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know about all that, but basically he wants to know, you know, obviously that's every, everyone's when you're doing YouTube and stuff, you want the growth that gives you more opportunities that helps you reach more people, helps get your message further out there. But he said, what's the biggest negative? And to be honest, way to bring it's... it down, Shafe. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a valid question though, because everybody can assume the positives. That's not hard yeah, to imagine. True. But I will say, like even as Lipnox was saying here, like time has been tough lately. Mm-hmm. Like we have not done this podcast together as the three of us in a yeah, minute. Yeah. Like I haven't been connecting with people in the community as much. Like there's so much happening. So that's 
traveling and all these things that I just like, I feel like I'm not as rooted with all of the people as I want to be because I used to respond to every single comment that came in every comment that came to my channel. And it's like, that's not going to happen again. I still, whenever I post a video, I'll sit there for the first hour that new video is out and I'll post, I'll respond to every new comments on that video and any other comments that roll in during that time. But it's, it's been like, I really want to catch up on comments and I have to try to accept that I just may never catch up again. Mm -hmm. I just may have to accept that I will, I'll see some here and there and I'll respond and say, Hey, but getting every single comment is just probably not a thing. Set so. up a chat bot to respond to every comment. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm feeling lucky. He, he responds to all of my comments. <laughs> I try. I do. If I Lip see yours coming. VIP. If I see yeah, one from he you, responds I try. to my comments and he also comments on my videos too. So he's he's got time for me at least. He's just not as important. It's about priorities. Here first. <laughs> yes. So to all of you out there who have been following the podcast also has been doing very well. The podcast is almost at 4,000 subscribers, which for a YouTube based podcast is huge. That's massive. So thank you for I, showing I looked up it here. Up. We're like top five for all of the YouTube podcasts for subscriber count right now. <laughs> yeah, nice. it's I'm, thank I'm you, everybody. You. And, and most of those podcasts, that's all they do. That's the only <laughs> yeah. thing they do. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's been an amazing couple of months. Thank you, everyone. Uh, lots a lot's happening. And if it keeps up this way, I don't know. We're we're talking about Nat maybe quitting her day job and coming on full time with me and helping me with stuff because I need the help. So we'll see what happens. That's that's a little early to do all that, but at this rate, it, it'll, it'll become it'll become the Nat and Lip podcast when Jay's so busy. <laughs> you know, I am the only person who was on the beginning of this podcast who has never missed a single episode. That is true. I have been on every episode of this podcast. That's that's one thing I'm proud of. The day that I miss one and you guys have to do it without me will be a sad day for me, but it it might happen someday. Maybe one of these developer interviews. I'll let you guys handle it without me. We should get the developers of Power Wash on and you two can just roast the crap out of them. Oh, I <laughs> can't. I'm not good so at that. Mean. I'm not good at that. You bring the developers <laughs> on, I have to be all nice to them. I cannot be mean. <laughs> it's like something someone created. Even when we have encountered games that were not very good, but we talked to developers. I just can't. I just do not have the heart to be like, this was terrible. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the like opposite. <laughs> I get I get a drawing from a five year old of me and I'm like, what is this? And freaking tear it in half. <laughs> oh I, I have no shame in telling anyone how bad of a job they've done. <laughs> so 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 remember Grid Legends? <laughs> yes. I liked Grid Legends, but I feel like Grid Legends, you press a couple buttons and it's kind of an okay VR game. I feel mm -hmm. like Power Wash was the same buttons they pressed, but Power Wash is not the same thing as <laughs> racing. They went the other way with it. It's just, it's just a badly optimized cleaning simulator. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping they'll listen and change it because people love that game, but we've got, we've got so much else to talk about. We got news. Actually good games to talk about. That's uh, good some zombie related things, perhaps. Yeah, we got some good games. We got some other games. Before we get to that, though, we got to talk about the news. And the news, we got to thank our sponsor one more time real quick. Asterion Products, sweaters, mugs, other VR merch. Check them out. Code full dive on Asterion Products saves you five bucks. And as soon as they ship to Canada, Lips are going to be here matching us, too. Mm -hmm. We can talk about Arizona Sunshine, too. But before Yay. we do that, Lip, you played Arizona Sunshine 1 Give yes, the I listeners on, out there, if on, they don't I, know, I played what it on was PlayStation this? VR, and it was one of the first PlayStation VR games I ever played. And so, what's your question about it? Did you play it with aim uh, controller? Uh, I played it with both. I did have okay. the aim controller, and I played it with the uh, move controllers. But what, what nice. was your specific question? If if one of our listeners out doesn't really know what the Arizona Sunshine franchise is, what is it? It's basically a linear shooter with zombies. That has a kind of redneck-ish attitude to the mm -hmm. narration and directing that feels like it's kind of trying to be a spoof of like Dawn of the Dead type of movies. And it mostly, you know, does that. But it has this amazing thing that when we were new to VR, like it was a new game for VR, was super legit. And I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, you played co-op. and. Mm -hmm. That was that was pretty legit, but mm -hmm. I personally will also say, and not to not to distract from Arizona Sunshine Two, but I never liked Arizona Sunshine One. <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> glitchy and broken. I dropped my ammo clips constantly that were still full of ammo, and I 
<laughs> you know, every time I played it, I struggled with ammo and I felt motion sick. But it, it was it was not I good. played on PSVR one and it was an early game for me. So I'm not going to hate too much. Maybe you just didn't it was cool optimize to your tracking enough for the game. <laughs> well, once I watched Jay's video, it actually did work a lot better. Now that you mentioned that. There you go. <laughs> well, I we love are Arizona Sunshine. It was so fun. It is a well-beloved game. It is one of the most requested even still at like VR arcades. When people go in, they want to play Arizona Sunshine. And a big part of that is the co-op. People saw videos of buddies playing this, laughing the whole time, having a good time. And although, yes, some of it was kind of broken, especially on PlayStation VR, that sometimes added to the fun <laughs> if you were playing co-op because you're the other guy. They always looked like they were falling down when they were running. And it was hilarious oh, to watch your buddies around, try to run around. Their little legs are all flopping all over the place it was hilarious yeah sometimes they look like they were swimming in the air when they were running they all of a sudden were laying down prone for no reason and floating through the air shooting zombies uh, amazing but with what they've learned from the jank vertigo games has arizona sunshine 2 dropping on december 7th they say it's going to have the same amazing post-apocalyptic action with more mechanics more fun and a dog by your side what do you think lip do you want a dog i'm not going to go too in depth on this but when it comes to dogs in VR, I, I, I love dogs in VR. Uh, I played a terrible PSVR game and still loved it somehow. That I was a dog in VR. We're not going to talk about that. But I will say. Yes. I, I also I also played uh, Pets VR where you had your pet Aww. dog. And I thought that was kind of cool, too. And uh, Fallout is one of my favorite video game franchises ever. We have Dog Meat, who is your dog companion. So, uh, yeah, give me give me a dog in a post-apocalyptic world. I'm sold. That's all I need. Nice. I actually told the Walking Dead people, I said my most requested feature was that they give me a dog companion. And apparently Vertigo Games was listening to the that comment and they're like, don't worry, we got you, Lip. We got <laughs> yeah. You. <laughs> we'll give you the dog. <laughs> Nat, what do you think? I am very excited because I haven't played Arizona Sunshine in a while, and it's always good to have a reason to get into a well-beloved game. Always fun to have a doggy friend, and I'm excited for all the new stuff. There's supposed to be like flamethrowers and stuff in Arizona Sunshine 2 and more gore, which, you know, why not? Yeah, I'm excited. I will say... I am an animal lover in real life. If you ask me if I want a kid or a kitten, I'm going to choose the kitten every time, hands down. <laughs> I don't trust games typically that have an animal in them, though, yeah. because they always try to get you in the fields by killing off the animal at some point. And so I'm Not very cool. worried Fable about two. this game. Fable 2. <laughs> and yeah. Last of Us 2 for that. Last of Us 2 mm. was dirty about it, though. Oh, spoiler alert, apparently, because <laughs> I I will say I know I haven't played the game yet, but I know that the Blair Witch game, you have a dog companion and it doesn't have to die. I know that much like it can or it can't, depending on what how you play. That's even and worse. That's even worse. Yeah, it's like it may not have had to happen, but I never trust games that give you an animal because I know they're. I just have a bad feeling they're going to kill it off right at the end to hit you in the emotions. And so I am worried I don't think about Arizona that. Sunshine would do that. It's such a like fun, yeah. silly game. I, they wouldn't do that. They they wouldn't do that to us. They would not. It's not, a, not. it's not a. It's not a it. feeling game. It's like a kill things and have fun game. I <laughs> hope so. I just have a bad fear of like, and I haven't played it. It would yet. be. It would be access. a weird thing for them to get all emotional like i've i've arizona sunshine one at no point was i was like oh i'm so sad the world is dying because of zombies like no it <laughs> can't was you, like no, can't I'm you see these guys don't don't like mess a, with me like a screaming fighting ending to the game where the dog like sacrifices itself and you're trying to shoot this like horde <sighs> of zombies right at the end i could see some dirty trick like that right at the end mm -hmm. of the game and then like you get saved the last <sighs> second when you're basically trying to just kill yourself along with all these zombies or something i could see some dirty ending like that like an i am oh. legend basically oh i was just thinking about that i yeah. am legend i love oh, i am legend so but i hate that part of the movie so badly it's more spoilers so yes but awful the movie came out like 20 years Ago. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't <laughs> seen it by now, I I am nervous. I don't think I don't think Vertigo Games do it, but I do know game companies have a tendency when they give you a pet, they want to get like the emotion that that brings out is like how they win yeah. awards. That's how they get you. Uh, and I am very scared of something like that in this it. game. That would be terrible. I I, I will I just say like I mean I'm, you know Fable Two also came out like twenty years ago. They gave me three choices. One of them was to resurrect the dog. I was like, yeah, everyone dies. I don't need money. I want the dog. Mm -hmm. yeah. right <laughs> priorities uh, here yeah 
It looks great, though. The game looks good. They say co-op is back, but they say that the game is narrative driven. It is story driven. It's not open world. And if you play it single player, you're going to get that narrative. You're going to get the story. But if you play it co-op, it's more of like a friend simulator, fun, post-apocalyptic thing. It's not going to follow the story quite as intensely. So if you want to get the real game experience, you need to play it single player and then go back for some co-op fun. I'm excited. I'm obviously going to play it. I will miss the aim controller. That was my favorite way to play number yeah. one was with the aim controller. Because on PSVR with the motion controllers, it was tough. It was janky. The movement was all wrong. But the aim controller, you now had two-handed weapons in your hand. You had the good feeling of the aim controller and you had the joysticks to move. That mm. made that game so much better. I'm going to miss that for this one for sure. So that being said, have either of you ever played the Quest version, which for years was the top selling Quest game? Have you ever played that version? I never did. So. I haven't either. I think I definitely played the PC side of it. So I think I've played. But the the nice thing about Arizona Sunshine when it came to playing it on like Quest or PSVR with motion controllers, it didn't have you use two handed weapons necessarily. Then it went with pistols. So it never felt like you were holding an M16 weird because your hands were flopping around. And so it always still felt really good no matter what way you played the game, except maybe with the PSVR move wands. But. What can you do? Except for when you're dropping the ammo and you have to like <laughs> scatter around the ground to find which clip still has bullets in it. It could have been that could have been user <laughs> error. <laughs> I, I, I think, think that, that was... might have been. But I also think that I think they, they took the ammo clip part too intensely and it was still mm. like I would I would I, would, I could press a button several times while trying to figure out the controls and lose all my ammo. On the yeah. Yeah. Well, they made it to do. They made it <laughs> realistic in the respect that in real life, when you reload a weapon, your bullets from the last mag don't automatically go back into your next mag. Like if you drop a mag with 10 rounds still in that mag is on the ground with 10 rounds. And so it was kind of helpful in co-op though, because if my friend ran out of ammo, I could click, 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 click and drop oh, four mags. That's for them why they to did that. Up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now but yeah, if you were if you were messing up, and especially with the PSVR move controllers, it was hard to remember which it was, freaking it was button the move was controls. You, you, you look yep. at all the buttons, and you're just like, "What <laughs> button do I press?" I press every one, and all of them are doing something bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that I don't miss that I controller at exploded. all. <laughs> yeah, not oh, this man. one. Not this one. I, I got the same buttons on two controllers, and all eight eighteen <laughs> of these controller buttons do something different. Oh, Skyrim. It's like, how do I even duck in this game? <laughs> oh, that yeah. takes me back. That takes me back to some bad memories. <laughs> yeah. We talked a yes. lot about the Arizona sunshine. Let's talk about another headset. Yes. Yeah, so uh, as we were talking about, you know, Thanksgiving and stuff earlier, just in time for those holiday moments, those Thanksgiving and Christmas moments, Apple has released an update to the iPhone 15, allowing for spatial video capture. Unfortunately, Apple users won't be able to actually watch these spatial videos as spatial videos until the Apple Vision Pro comes out so they can take the videos. The phone will capture the video from two different video streams from different lenses to create a 3D video with added depth. But when you're looking at it on the phone, it's just going to look like a normal video. So basically, people will be able to like capture their beautiful family moments, um, but won't be able to watch them until they get that Apple Vision Pro headset, which genius marketing as always. So I wanted to open it up to everybody. What do we think about the incredible depth of the spatial videos and photos? What do we think about taking these videos before and not being able to watch them unless slash until people get the Apple Vision Pro headset? Uh, so I've already seen people have figured out a trick to watch these videos on Quest 3s. Oh, so, uh, yeah, just just buy Quest 3 and you can watch all those videos. You can just <laughs> go that's good to just, know. Just, you know, tell Apple, no, I'm not waiting. I've got it now. Quest nice. 3. Or probably Quest 2. Maybe even a Quest 1 can do it, honestly. Mm. I've yeah, never tried it, but it's, I know you can do it. It's oh, just a 3D video. Sense. It's just a 3D video yeah. like any other 3D video. And VR headsets could always watch 3D videos. You just have to get it off of an iPhone. they would have done something to it to where it wouldn't work because, you know, <laughs> Apple always has their proprietary stuff. But I guess you can't do that with everything. I mean, yeah. let's be honest here. Apple wants everyone to watch these videos on their Quest 3s, so they think the pass-through is better and buy the Vision Pro. Mm, <laughs> good point. Like That's the reality <laughs> of it. They're, 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 the marketing is, no, we won't give it to you for the people that are super legit that won't figure out the tech things, but the hardcore people that will will be like, oh, actually, it looks like it's better. I'm going to buy that. Yeah. 
True. It's double. It's the hitting both markets at once. It's genius. It is. They yeah. are so good at marketing. What do you yeah. guys think? Have you seen the videos like from, I mean, it's only from like their ads, but have you seen the videos of the incredible depth spatial videos? I feel like it just looks like it's like, ooh, a 3D video. Like it's not really VR. It's just like <sighs> looking into a window. Is it worth yeah. it? <laughs> Will it the, really bring that memory back to life? I think that in the right scenario, like if you were on like a vacation, you went to a really beautiful spot and you want to like be able to relive going to that spot, it's going to feel a little bit more like it than looking at a photo is. But the big problem is like 3D TVs flopped. A lot of 3D technology yeah. did not survive the whole 3D revolution. So there's not that many ways you can really share this besides going back and looking at your Vision Pro headset by yourself. Yeah. Maybe Apple's going to bring wrong. back 3D TVs again. I don't know. But in the meantime, I have it's... my PlayStation 3D display <laughs> right over there. I can watch it. I can I can show you right now. I have that. I have the 3D glasses. I can I can bring it out. But nice. I, I mean, the honest reality is, is that uh, this super ability that they apparently have uh, the quest can do it. You like open PC reviews and another guy have made things to record in 3D on your headset already. Meta didn't even think this was important enough to even include <laughs> it in their headset. And Apple's selling it as a standard feature. Like, I just I just don't really understand why people would care. Yeah, it just because it just seems Apple like, oh, yeah, let's care. let's let's just use up all the storage space. No, just all of it. <laughs> Let's make we're going to record 3D videos side by side 50K, you know, <laughs> your 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 16 gigabyte Vision Pro is going to fill up with one photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. they better have a big storage on that. It's yeah, just... I hope so. It's no, it's going to be cloud. They're going to use the cloud as the storage. Mm. Making oh, that. true. <laughs> That's what mm. the trick is. Mm. Yeah, it's it's interesting they did this before the holidays. I don't think this is going to create a big splash yet. This is going to be one of those gimmicks that people go, wow, the Vision Pro can do this once they have a Vision Pro. But then once people actually try it, they're going to be like, well, all my videos I post are in 2D. Why would I want to take 3D videos? So we'll see what happens once the Vision Pro finally launches. But until then, I don't know. I think this is definitely another gimmick. And I'm not going to go get an iPhone 15 Pro so that I can install the beta and then take some spatial videos this holiday season i don't care <laughs> yeah you know I, I could also care less. <laughs> they like are like oh yes those amazing family moments i mean some people maybe like to hang out with their families but like i feel like a lot of times people are just stressed out by their families and don't really want to remember all the memories. <laughs> remember the argument now you can remember that argument in three dimensions <laughs> Lip, you got a Quest 3 now. We're talking about the Quest 3. We've been telling you about it for a while. How do you feel about the Quest 3 and everything we said? Is it living up to it? Is it falling on its face? What are you thinking? It's it it honestly, I've I've pondered it since I got the headset. I love how comfortable this headset is, the way I've set it up. It is unbelievably comfortable. I never need to wipe off the lenses like I used to on the on the Quest 2 anymore. It's just it's just perfect to put on. And uh, the color pass through, sometimes it's not as good, but it's still a color pass through. And, uh, you know, your eyes will do the work and it'll figure it out for you. It's still cool. But the, the, the problem for me is when I see endless comments saying that everyone that on Quest 3 is having performance issues on Assassin's Creed and everyone on Quest 2 isn't. And I'm mm. like, well, that's weird. And then I, I look more into these things and I'm just like, well, the whatever 80% or whatever nonsense they said for performance Developers are telling me 20% is the actual difference. And uh, I mean, it's it's a super cool headset. And if you got money, it's awesome. But I, I, I don't think that it, 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 I don't I, I feel like it's the same thing when I had a PS4 and they released a PS4 Pro. Mm. And until Meta does something that makes me convinced otherwise, I, 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 I love the headset. I love Meta and I love what they do for VR. But I just when a Quest 2 is already in your hands and a Quest 3 costs $600 that you may or may not have. I, I just don't think that your $600 is is something that you should if if it, if that $600 means a lot to you, just enjoy your quest too. Cuz yeah. it's not it's not that big of a deal. It's like it's nice. It's super nice and I guarantee you in 2 years there's going to be applications that take advantage of that extra power, but it it's it's a hard it like I love the headset. I hate 
Not saying it's not worth it, but uh, I, I'm happy I bought it. But it's also not worth it for most people. Yeah. And the Quest 2, it, like you said, definitely holds up well and is a great headset in itself. Yeah, that's the problem. It's it's because the Quest 2 is so good that the Quest yeah. 3 doesn't feel as big of a jump. Do you think that's why they advertised the mixed reality so heavily? Because it was like mm-hmm. the one thing the Quest 2 really couldn't do as well. And they pushed it and they, and they made it way better on the, the Quest 3 versus the Pro. But the pass through is massively better and it's like yeah did they just give me a quest 2 with color pass through or (laughs) did they give me a quest 3 and i'm like "Mm." yeah i i feel as i've spent more time with the quest 3 it reminds me of the early days of the quest 2 weirdly because the early days of the quest 2 the quest 2 is still running at 72 hertz like it was like whoa why did we just get this headset but it came out cheaper than the quest 1 so no one was going to complain really cuz it was like this thing's cheaper but now with the quest 3 suddenly you're paying a premium and the lens clarity the thinness of the pancake lens is like those things to me more than make up for it but it is also a little cheaper in america from what i've heard than it is in canada you're having to pay an extra premium to make that leap is that it, it is was that like correct? 700 dollars for my 128 gigabyte quest 733 i think i paid so yeah it's it's but i think that just like the quest 2 you know now the quest 2 can run 120 hertz like the quest 3 will advance quickly now that it's been out there but the problems you're saying too about developers they didn't give this headset to hardly anybody before launch so assassin's creed developers had to suddenly okay Mm. now we've got quest 3s in hand let's finish this game and get it out on time and not everything's been perfectly optimized to the quest 3 because they were working on quest 2s for so long games or some games are still running better on quest two we will catch up but it does kind of feel like we're early adopters again buying a quest yeah. three right now when not everything is just 110 percent better it's like some things are worse it's weird yeah. so what if so this is a e- equation that has come through my head what if the quest three has had a, a decent boost in sales right away but next year when everyone says i can buy a quest two for two hundred dollars or a quest three for $600, they just keep buying Quest 2s and developers don't actually make Quest 3 optimized games because they know mm. that most of the market is Quest 2. That's where that's this Quest Lite question. that's supposedly coming that could replace the 2 might win out yeah. and help. Which will just or, be a Quest 2 with color pass-through. Or they'll drop <laughs> the price the on the place. 3. Yeah, <laughs> because ultimately they need the 3 to succeed and take over. But right now, the problem is the Quest 2 is saturated out there because Mm -hmm. the Quest 2 came out at an amazing price. It came out during a pandemic. It came out when all of the freaking Xboxes and PS5s, the new ones were sold out that everybody wanted that Christmas. And so employers went to stores to buy them for raffles. Parents went to buy them for kids. And those Mm -hmm. things were sold out. So they all grabbed Quest 2s because it was like the only thing in stock that was new and fresh. And tons of people got them that would have never gotten them. The Quest 3 is launching in a completely different scenario and its price puts it up there with those expensive consoles that the kids Mm -hmm. have been saying now they want for two or three years a lot of people aren't going to have them under the tree this year potentially so we'll see but i my thing my thing is is when i bought my nintendo wii i stood in line for this nintendo wii and it was awesome i get these motion controls but i had zelda twilight princess right there day one for Quest 3, if it wasn't for the vampire game, I, I would I would be a lot more negative right now. I'm just mm-hmm. saying that vampire <laughs> game is legit. Like, And it's it's thank, also thank, available on Quest 2. Thank you, Fast Travel Games, for that game. Because if not for that, I would be way less optimistic about Quest 3. Like, well, and... We've got a lot. We've got a lot we're talking about here. We should probably just jump in since we're on the subject and talk about Vampire the Masquerade Justice. Tell us how you're feeling about Lip. I don't think we've played as much as you have. Uh, So I think it's amazing. And I think it's one of the best VR games we've ever played. And Mm. I think that they basically took everything wrong with Hitman VR and then fixed it and turned it into vampires. Mm. And uh, and I love it. It, You you, you can literally. Okay, I'm just going to say this. Like when I did this ninja kick and the guy ragdoll flew across the screen into the wall i was like yes yes (laughs) and then shortly after that it gives me a new power where i can just crush my hand and their head explodes (laughs) oh my god so great i i i don't like i love the fact that like vr is going to be always janky there's no way around it but you need to have ragdoll for vr i don't i don't want to just see characters and do some yeah. terrible acting animation falling down. I want to see their bodies fly into the air. Yeah. 
completely ridiculously because I super kicked them into infinity. And Vampire the Masquerade Justice does it so well. Fast Travel Games knows what being a VR player is, what playing VR games is. And I think that they have completely made a new Vampire the Masquerade game, which is a classic franchise. It's had many entries. And they've, they've made a perfect VR version of everything that they've been presented. And uh, I think the game rivals, uh, like it's it, it's the same thing as when Walking Dead Saints and Sinners came out for me. But for Quest 3 right now, some of the environments are just magnificent. You look and you're mm. just, when you're on the boat at the start, you're like, wow, okay, Quest yeah. 3 actually is legit. And maybe it looks like that in Quest 2. I didn't play it on Quest 2. But whatever they did, they did a great job. Voice acting, awesome. As a oh. super cool story. There's so many upgrade things and there's incentive to replay the levels. I'm climbing around something that looks like I should never even be there. And then I find a new hidden thing and I'm like, what? This is part of the game. Good job, Mm -hmm. guys. Good job. Amazing game. Great climbing. Great platforming. Great stealth. Great just ability to create a linear project that works perfectly as a game that still feels like an open world despite being a linear game. I, mm-hmm. I loved it. It's it's my it's my game of the year. I, I maybe Lego's better. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Lego's not. I can I can answer that definitively. This is gonna be funny. Hype levels plummeted. <laughs> Actually, about saying, the I'm thing is about Quest Three. It's trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna be interesting to talk about this, Nat. I think you should tell us what you feel because she tried it on PSVR two first. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I never, I only played on Quest three. So. Yeah, it was, man, I was blown away playing it in the PSVR 2, just the scale of everything. So and good. it's set in Venice. Venice. It's yes. these huge buildings around you, the water to the side, and like you're just walking through. There's just the sky. It just feels like you're in this huge space. It feels amazing. And the the head haptics are great in the PSVR 2 when you're like sucking the blood of your enemies you feel the vibration you're like yes yeah (laughs) it's great and like you can feel like if there's like heartbeats and stuff like that the one thing that wasn't great was when you're like sucking the blood of your victims it's like it feels very odd like grabbing them is really weird i don't know i played the girl character i don't know if the girl character is just short i mean i'm short i figured it was just because i'm short but like i'm shorter than all of like my victims so i have to like pull them down it doesn't work that well it's kind of weird but the head i accidentally played as the girl character because i thought it was just skinny arms (laughs) (laughs) and i started the game and i was like oh that's not the right voice (laughs) did you were you short in the game i mean with the headset the quest uh i sit down for everything Mm. almost almost unanimously now so seated mode uh just put me whatever it wanted and i just accepted it as how it was supposed to be Gotcha. But uh, I might have been short. I, I I don't remember being overly short, but at the same time, I was. It, it didn't bother me in any any way. But I wasn't standing up, so that would make a difference. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I just felt like I had to like bring people down, which was kind of weird. But man, it looked so good. The only thing that was really frustrating was the Mura is very distracting in the PSVR two. And for those of you that aren't VR veterans, the Mura is kind of like it's like a sort of blurry overlay like you're looking through a dirty lens almost is what it kind of looks like and so it's just so you constantly want to take off and scrub it down and then you scrub it it's still there right Mm -hmm. yes and so it's like in in some games you go through and you forget it's even there because it's just super good and like certain colors it doesn't show up but this game it is just always there and it was distracting and frustrating but man the game was great the load time lightning fast in the psvr2 i really noticed that when even i quest, went even quest it was fast it was it, fast on quest 2 or I, quest 3. It, <laughs> when when i went to quest 3 after playing in psvr2 i was like these load times are taking forever <laughs> <laughs> because it was so fast on the psvr2 it i mean it took like a couple seconds and i was like oh my goodness because on psvr2 it was like no time and so but it still it looks great still in the quest 3 it does look a little more like you can notice that stuff isn't as textured and stuff like it looks a little more simple um but the what i was really happy about is in quest 3 it still looks big and vast it doesn't mess with the scale of it at all which was great and climbing in quest 3 is better 
and doesn't make you feel kind of sick like in the PSVR 2. So yeah, I, I, I love the nice. timing. One thing like the game totally nailed that I don't know if anyone else has even mentioned this before, but because they used Venice, they said, well, we never want people to see crappy outside textures outside of the city. So we're going to line the whole city with buildings. And when I played Assassin's Creed, I get to the top of something. I look out and yeah, the city looks good, but everything else looks like garbage and it's immediately noticeable. But they whatever they did in this game, you never notice that effect. It seems like everything that you see looks awesome and it looks like you're always in a vast giant city. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like there's an infinite amount of space to explore, even if there's not. And sometimes there's more spaces than you than you think there is. Yeah. But I'm just going to say, like, I've I've talked as much about this game as I could. 100% this is a yay. Mm -hmm. 100% you should buy this game. If you like stealth games, if you like ragdoll physics, if you like being a vampire, just buy this game. It's perfect. Yes. 100% awesome. It is great. It's so fun. It's so nice to have a story. And it's just fun to just like climb around and look around. Like it's just fun to be in Venice. It's great. Yeah, it's so much fun. I guess the thing, it's just a fun game. And they... And we didn't even mention the crossbow thing, but I think that, you know, just just add it to the cart. You know, hopefully, hopefully Jay can provide a link to save you 25 percent. <laughs> I think you should lip, actually, because I think uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm if you watch out. my video, it's there. It's there. I've, <laughs> I've already made like one hundred dollars in referral on that game. So nice. Go nice. Yeah, I'll go grab go to lip link. Yeah. channel and get that. Get that. Yeah, wa- watch watch my review of all the 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 ninja kicking with ragdoll and head yes. exploding and rat eating. Yeah, that's a thing. Yes, the rat eating. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, clearly Vampire the Masquerade Justice. Very long, drawn out title, but very great (laughs) game. Easy to recommend for the price. And of course, after you buy that, if you're broke, I'm always on the lookout for something free, a hidden gem. I'm testing free games all the time. And I feel like I really found one this Mm. time. So much so. You did. I made You are crazy about this one. Pop Quest Adventure is the title and i we could I have done a I, whole podcast on this one we could have I done know. a whole podcast on this one well it's so funny too because <laughs> you see the trailer or you see it and you're just you don't it looks grasp terrible. what this is gonna be and then you get in and it's basically this adventure game it's linear but you have a gun in each hand that fires tax in a world of balloons and it has two fans on it these fans are your locomotion you spin these fans up and you're going to be pulled whatever direction you're holding them and it's just Sorry. No, I see Lips getting some tax out. Yes. Yeah, I have actual tax. <laughs> this is your weapon in the game. Yeah, you're shooting your out weapon. different color tax. And at first, you don't even realize that's what it is because they're like launching until yeah. you see one on the ground. You're like, wait, that's a, just a thumbtack. But it's yeah. thumbtacks in a world of balloons. The sun is a balloon. The trees are balloons. Your friends are balloons. Oh, and you can pop great. basically anything around you. But the game's. Even its little bit of storyline, the voice acting and the humor in this game. Just sell it. Mm-hmm. Nat, you, why don't you give us a little synopsis of how you felt and then Lip, you can jump into. Loved it. It was, it felt like playing, almost like playing a little Mario game in VR. Like I always mm-hmm. kind of say that about Astrobot, but Astrobot's a more like full version. This is just like a little fun Mario-esque game where you're just like, it's like a platformer, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's not a platformer. But it's like you're going through this area in VR. You have your little friends telling you what the next thing is, which I really like because I get bored if I have too much choice, I guess, in a game. And I, the humor's great. I did. I was like, oh, no. Like, your little friend is a little bit sassy. And if you accidentally shoot her little balloon dog accidentally. with your Whoops. gun. <laughs> Or on purpose, she gets mad at you and she's like, don't you pop my dog? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but yeah it's you just might not have delightful. discovered you pop the dog enough and she'll kill you. I, really? I push the limits. I, I push the limits to see. And after a it's couple of possible, she'll shoot you. I've in the killed face. her and the dog at least a thousand times in that game. <laughs> I, you gotta, I don't know what you have to do in the right order, but she'll finally start shooting you. She'll Maybe get it's mad only enough. if you're killing the dog and not her also. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I like the dog. It was her that I was killing. <laughs> she, she told me to go pop myself. So I told her to, I, I, I gave her a pop herself. <laughs> I'm okay with a dog in a game as long as I'm the one killing it. <laughs> and it's still rated like G or, you know, it's like G because it's like, I don't it's, know. you're just that, popping a balloon. Uh, it, it, she says, go pop yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot mean? of Shrek, like adult humor. Yeah, that's, that's like, true. Kids it's aren't Shrek-y. a kid knows what go pop yourself means. Like, what was the line they said? I don't think, I don't think mom and dad it? are going to be okay with that line. Nat, there was something like, are, "Did you are you swelling or something?" They when you played, do you remember that? Oh, they were like, oh, gosh. "Is your balloon swelling? Or are you just happy to see?" Oh me? yeah, it was something like that, and I was like, "Oh my!" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, very Shrekian, which mm-hmm. is like like jokes that would go over a child's head kind of thing yeah but very yeah. fun so I, i'm just gonna say i'm just gonna say I, I i read this outline for the podcast and i see this pop quest adventure i'm like what even is this game <laughs> mm-hmm. they don't cover like nonsense games on this channel so it must be something that actually came out i look it up and i'm just like oh well it's free at least i guess i'll play it <laughs> i i boot this thing up and like you said you get the sassiest intro character that just narrates you the whole time which is the voice actor for that is amazing like, oh yeah great job whoever they i hope they got paid for that because they did a great job whoever made this game is a pure pure just smart smart uh I can't, smart ass guy he's, he's basically that he's basically that and the whole thing he's making just hilarious jokes and it'll play with you you shoot the sun it goes dark you shoot the dog, she gets mad. You shoot her, she gets really mad. You shoot the person in the death area, well, they got lines too. Like, the loading screen, you can shoot the bubbles. If you have ADD, just play this game. You just, it'll never so stop giving you things to shoot. You're just shooting bubbles, I like bubbles, shooting the, balloons, like, trunk of forever. the tree. If you shoot yeah, the trunk it, of the it, tree, then the leaves, like, fold around. I was like, yay! My, my, my only concern with this is because it's a 20-minute demo, and you definitely, like, nailed it, the Mario vibes. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I like the game as much as the humor. Can the humor maintain a two-hour experience that'll keep mm-hmm. me engaged when I have to start platforming just... I mean, it's fun platforming, but it's not fun enough that I want to do it. But the humor, if there is more of that humor, I will I will suffer through all the warp pipes and floating and (laughs) shooting things in the world because I just I I love the humor. Whoever whoever made this maybe accidentally made a work of art Mm -hmm. for comedy VR. And remember when Conker's Bad, we mentioned Conker's earlier in this exact podcast. Remember when Conker's Bad Fur Day came out and it broke every rule and it said, let's just make a joke of everything. (laughs) Video games, everything. I feel like this game is doing that same thing. And uh, I feel like because it's a demo, he was testing the waters. But if he's listening right now, get get rid of your G rating. Let's just make the most popping list, (laughs) popping pop fest ever and pop everyone's brain to popping infinity. Yes. Like, let's just pop it up. I would definitely play a full game of this because I love just kind of like simple platformy style, linear, like levelly, simple. Like, this is what you're do next. This is what you do next. I like that kind of stuff. So, so we didn't talk about this. The movement is entirely your hands with propellers mm-hmm. that shoot themselves up, but you can't get too high. No. Uh, so it it works as like a weird platforming mechanism that oddly works better for first person platforming than anything I've ever played. <laughs> and it's only possible in VR because of the way the controls work. Yes. And this guy might have accidentally just discovered how you do platformers in VR. Honestly. Just, just yeah, saying. And it perfect. looks Mario. It does look like Mario. The warp pipes, you know. Yeah. It looks like it could be a Mario game. <laughs> it does. Yeah, it's like the it, you have a fan in each hand and it's kind of like they're propellers, really. So you can like go up like a helicopter if you aim them up or you can go up with one and forward with the other. You can go forward with both. But the nice I thing, too, is that freeze. So I did not <laughs> well, it frees the hand, too. You can have one of them holding you up and shooting with the other one. And you can also shoot yourself with the pop gun if you didn't figure that out. Yeah, that's part of the story. Yeah. You have to. They, shoot yeah, you have to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the whole thing is so fun. And I'm with you. I don't know how this would translate. They made a full game. It would have to add more mechanics. I think you'd have to unlock new mechanics as you went. But my God, I don't want to give away a lot of spoilers, but there's one moment where you meet a bad guy and it's just so freaking funny. The way they, the things they did, you got to just go play this and trust me. It's like what? 20, 30 minutes, maybe. To get through it, yeah, pretty. Sure. I mean, it depends on how much uh, how much you get stuck in the maze area, but or how much yeah, fun you want. Did you not just shoot everything. the whole maze and go right through? That's what I did. I, I definitely, I definitely did. <laughs> uh, and then I shot the whole maze again, and then I shot the whole maze again. And then I shot every sign in the maze, and then I realized there was a tunnel to the left. Or right. Yeah. It can definitely <laughs> yeah. take more time. Also, if you just want to pop. 
everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard, it's hard to stop popping everything. Mm-hmm. It's just, it continuously is like, if you're not pressing the trigger every like half of a second, are you playing pop quest adventure? Honestly, I don't think so. It's just delightful. I just don't think so. It's you have to be you have to be pressing it all the time. Stuff That's needs right. to always be pressed. Yes, it is. I'm gonna <laughs> try and find the developer of this and reach out to them honestly because I had yes. such a good time with I it. I think it's Jake Donaldson. Yep. I think that's who made it. Oh my gosh! It'd oh, be so they're fun uh, they're also Horizon Worlds developer. It looks like, but they oh. wow, they've done a lot. Do you remember Jetpack Vacation? That was on uh, yeah, I Gear VR, I think. Oh, as a, it looks as a like, Steam VR port, I think too. It looks like they're a part of this. Uh, oh, maybe this isn't the one that was on Gear VR. This looks way better than the one on Gear VR. But yeah, some of these <laughs> yeah, there's, titles. There's I a Steam VR version that came out that I played a little bit of that was very physics and very let's be crazy with this kind of game. That little bit of jank, but was ultimately, if you put the time in, crazy fun. A lot of people told me I needed to play it. I played it. I was not very good at it, but. <laughs> If you get good at it, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. The I think we've sang this song, this game's praise enough. It's free. It's on Quest. You just go on Apple. There'll be a link in the description yeah, it, in the comments to this and to Lipnox's discount off Empire the Masquerade Justice. But PopQuest is free. You got to do it and then come comment. Let us know what you thought because I just, I can't find a reason to knock this game. It's free. It's short. It's linear. It's pretty. Everything in it's fun. It's funny. There's, it's just a great example of a VR game, especially for something you don't have to pay for. Yeah. I've never laughed so hard. Like, yes, it, it yes. lets you break the rules and then it rewards you for breaking the rules. Yes. Yes. It's just, I love it's, it. It's, it's amazing. And if that's, if, if they take that quote and make a whole game out of that, I will give them money for it. But yes. I, I don't want to just platform around. <laughs> yes, I love it. Well, it's been another great week. We got games we're testing out. I'm going to try and get back to this podcast a little bit more because I, I do miss it. I miss hanging out with Lip here. Obviously, I hang out with Nat outside of this. She's my wife, but I'm having a good time being back and hopefully what? here soon. You guys are married? Yeah, who knew? Someone actually, but someone had real. no idea because they were like, I swear the cat in someone's video left and went to a another person's video <laughs> they don't realize that we're literally one floor apart right now she's upstairs right now as we're doing this but they're like they're like it really looked like it was the same cat <laughs> oh it's hilarious but hey if you play pop quest come to join the discord and tell us if especially yes. if you don't like it i want to know how someone could not like this game i don't i don't want to yeah you don't want to know. <laughs> no, no. i think i think i think i think on top of that though if you really actually like this like leave a review or do something because the developer will leave this as a dead project if he doesn't get the feedback he needs and every one of those reviews will lead to him getting money to fund this project to make an actual game that you want to play and yes you have to do that if you want to play more of this yeah that's a requirement if you liked it leave a review i'm going to do it right after this podcast i promise same i barely (laughs) ever review anything but i'm going to hit them up because they've got eight reviews right now they're like all five stars but i'm going to hit them up too so yeah and if you play it go do that we we, we did our part already by talking about it hopefully more than one person leaves a review so we can cover the three of us yes (laughs) there we go (laughs) yes and hey if you're out there and you're listening remember we're here on youtube you can come see our beautiful new sweaters that we're matching in and if you're watching us but you need us more on the go take us on the go we got lots more episodes coming but once again thank you so much huge months we've had and if it's time you still haven't gotten into vr do it dive on in dive on in dive on in (laughs) 